Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational show. Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com after the show and check it out. Yes. We're in our last week of Indiana Jones and we have a new guest. We do. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Our guest, I I alluded to her coming on last week. Yes. Our guest Mm -hmm. is Alex. She is one of my uh, newer good friends. I'm really excited for her to come onto the podcast today. Alex is a part of the PTO podcast. We've talked about it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Reminder for our parents, it is not a little kid family friendly (laughs) one if you have little kids listening to our podcast, but it is a really fun podcast. They're a trio of friends who just talk about pretty much anything, right? It's pretty much. I don't have a limit (laughs) on anything, Um, but there's other stuff you do. So Alex, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of your platform? Um, so I'm also, other than part of being part or being a part of the PTO Unlimited podcast, mm-hmm. um, we've been podcasting for six years, going on seven this year. <laughs> and then uh, we've also, I also have a Twitch stream. So I game mm-hmm. and people watch me play games. <laughs> That's like the <laughs> easiest way of explaining it to most people. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and I do that a few times a week. What's your big game right now that you're streaming? Uh, Call of Duty. <laughs> Okay. I play a lot of Call of Duty, but I, I go back and forth between Call of Duty, Halo, Gears of War, a lot of first person shooters. <laughs> okay. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, Sammy, you don't really play video games, right? No. Yeah. We are, we uh, have an Xbox that we have Monopoly on, and that's like our big game. We I, I play Monopoly on Xbox night. too. Yeah. <laughs> that's like yeah. the only thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm more old school. 
Yeah, you like Mario Kart and the the Switch. I prefer the board games too, but Monopoly, like we said last night, Ashley. Oh no, I'm at all the Xbox. Mm -hmm. I said I'm at old school video games. I wasn't alluding to that. Oh, okay. You're like, I'm old school. I just like it on the board. No, I'm at old (laughs) Um, school video games. That's funny. That's true. I do like it on the board better, but um, Mm -hmm. that's like me saying I like books better than movies, sort of deal. So it's just yeah. It fits. I'm, I like the physical mm-hmm. touching things, stuff, yeah. apparently. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But the reason I asked Alex if she wanted to join us is because one of your podcast episodes, what, a couple weeks ago, you guys started talking about Indiana Jones and she like went on a tirade, mm-hmm. like just very passionate about it. I'm like, she needs to come on to one of these episodes. Apparently, yes. Did you hear that episode, Sammy? Because I know you listen. Yeah, I probably did watch it, honestly. <laughs> but I watch it during work. So, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah gotcha. just, I want to be honest with you. I can't listen to it, like, focused. Well, we're going to do a little bit of a recap because we do want to hear Alex's opinion mm-hmm. on the other three movies that we didn't get to talk to her about, like, mm-hmm. in the previous episodes. So just recap, we we talked about Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, and Last Crusade so far. For Raiders, uh, it's my second favorite. Marion is my favorite female lead in the whole series. So it's just one of those shows that that I love. If you want to hear more about my opinion, go to my, go to our mm-hmm. episode. But mm-hmm. yeah, that was, that's my recap on that one. Sammy? Yeah, I well, I put in the notes. I put it's trash. Just kidding. I love that movie. I know. I'm like, I don't know why you're like that. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah. So Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think like film wise is probably the best put together, but mm-hmm. it's still my second favorite. It's a great intro, I think, into the Indiana Jones franchise. And I agree with you, Marion. We don't have great choices, um, female wise, no. <laughs> in the the franchise. So Marion is definitely easily at the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I uh, also totally agree with that. And mm-hmm. it is my second favorite as well. Mm, look at that. Mm. Yeah, I just, I, you can thank my dad for bringing me up on these movies because he's uh, like a nut when it comes to Indiana Jones. <laughs> yes, I agree. And then Marion is like a, I, I really, I love Marion. She's, she's kind mm-hmm. of just, yeah, she's, she's a, a bad girl. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she's not a damsel in distress. Like we get, no, she can handle herself. Finally, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. she can handle herself. (laughs) Was it this one that you were telling me you had some? What was the trivia you were telling me? Was it for Raiders or was it for a different one? Oh, uh, Oh, yes, it it was about the the snakes. snakes. Yes. So, Mm -hmm. um, in the I think it's called the well, well of souls, like Mm -hmm. where he drops down. Is that right? Well of souls. Yeah, well of souls. Yeah, I was like, Mm -hmm. it's it's up here somewhere, (laughs) Um, where he drops down into the hole. And with all of the snakes or the, the asps, <laughs> mm-hmm. the snakes are all real for the most part. And there is uh, the scene where he falls down and there's that cobra right in front of him. That's real. <laughs> and there is a, only like a sheet of glass or like plexiglass or plastic or something in front of him. Mm-hmm. And if you look very closely when the lightning's flashing, you can actually see like the snake's reflection. <laughs> and the snake wow. that actually the python or whatever it is the cobra actually spits venom and it gets on this the uh <laughs> the plexiglass and he's literally like this far away from the snake. Oh, no. <laughs> that and wow. then i think that they were starting off with only like a thousand snakes or something and then they realized mm-hmm. oh wow that's not enough and then i think mm-hmm. they did like two thousand they're like that's not enough and i think it was like five or six thousand snakes or something is what they ended up putting down there <laughs> mm-hmm. nope so some of them were like where he's actually kicking them and stuff. Those were 
those are real. Mm -mm. Oh, dear Lord. Mm -mm. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. I'm glad Indiana Jones is actually scared of snakes. I believe Harrison Ford is not scared of snakes. Well, that's a not. good thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good thing for Harrison. Mm -hmm. He is not. Um, who was it that we just talked about? Willie mm -hmm. in Temple of Doom. Oh, well, is, yeah, she like, is. Her real, like, real life character, Kate, Kate Cap Capsaw terrified of snakes they mm -hmm. had to cut a scene in temple of doom because of that mm -hmm. mm. Oh, i didn't know that one actually yeah i thought that was interesting Ooh. because she ended up married steven spielberg and he's like i think she married me because i cut that scene which is <laughs> um there was another fun fact about the well of doom um, just because with george lucas and everything mm -hmm. it uh <laughs> it's very difficult to see but you have to pause it there is a on one of like on the side of the well or something you can see uh r2d2 and yeah C3PO. oh yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> yes i remember pausing like when i learned about that pausing and finding it i'm like there they are there's mm -hmm. our little mm -hmm. guys yeah the droids are thing. my favorite mm -hmm. i love the droids they're my favorite characters in star wars mm -hmm. <laughs> oh yes i'm so glad there was a plexiglass between there because i always Thanks. i'm like that is i'm like a uh, harrison i don't know why you're doing your own stunts like that is mm -mm. terrifying exactly it's way too close he mm. also i know a lot about that one <laughs> there's like a documentary that i watched he also uh when he steals the plane um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he actually like i believe his leg or something got hit by the plane oh, yeah. or something and he had to have his his acl got torn and but he kept shooting the movie <laughs> Yeah, it's something about like the 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 asphalt was so hot. Oh, the tire actually, was soft. Oh, the that's, tire was yeah. soft, yeah. and and his knee kind of it, mm -hmm. it shielded the kneecap at least. But mm -hmm. any I don't know about everything else. Yeah, but then he just yeah. kept working. Mm -hmm. Yep, and he yeah. was like, eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah and fun fact that we're gonna talk about later. He did all his own stunts in this stupid movie too, and he's in his like seventies when he did this movie. Yep. No, Harrison. Harris, I'm wondering if he's going to be doing like 90% of the stunts in Dial of Destiny. I hope I, not, but yeah, it's like you kind of hope not, but at the same time, you know, good on him. <laughs> you know, he's going to make the movie it. 10 times more interesting. You're like, mm -hmm. he did that? <laughs> yeah, because what was it in the, um, was it what I say, Temple of Dune or Last Crusade? Uh, mm -hmm. Vic Armstrong was his stuntman and he actually went up to him and said, oh, Last hey, Crusade. Can can I, can you take a break and I do some work? Like I'm bored. <laughs> like I need something to do. And he did like one of his stunts that Vic actually, he actually let Vic do was jump from the horse to the tank in mm -hmm. Last Crusade. Yep. But I didn't know he did that. No, the stuntman did. Oh, the stuntman stunt did. did. Oh, yeah, I was like, I was like but, let him do it. <laughs> but you know, when he's holding on to the tank and against the, the wall, yeah. that's him. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yup. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Since we've already moved on, Temple of Doom yep. is my favorite, <laughs> even compared to Crystal Skull. I'd rather watch Crystal Skull than Temple of Doom, but that's because it's just, it, it, I, it's too gruesome for me, for even an Indiana Jones movie. I just can't do it. <laughs> See, now I rank it third, but I like horror movies. So, yeah, gruesome stuff doesn't bother me, obviously. I'm, I'm down for it, but Willie gets on my last freaking nerve. Oh yes, through that entire movie. <laughs> so Willie apparently got on Willie's out of freaking it. nerve. Yeah, Will even Kate doesn't like Willie, and she played her. So yeah, it's eh, that's the one thing that really ruins it, I think, for me. Ugh. I very much uh, agree with you, with you. I I have that as my third 
in my and out of the four mm-hmm. only because I also agree with Ashley because it's like I, I like horror movies I like scary movies but there's something about the whole uh-huh. <laughs> so crazy you know and then just like holding it just, and catching fire and, oh my gosh it's insane. Yeah. And the, the bug dinner and uh. yeah I didn't I don't really watch that part I, I will give you that I'm kind of like oh. this is done this is disgusting a little much <laughs> that's where that part doesn't bother me <laughs> well um, you also are good I'm, with reptiles and was feeding right? a chameleon last night yeah she has this cute little chameleon uh-huh. right now that she's uh-huh. like boarding yeah. foster for the weekend uh-huh. and she uh-huh. is adorable oh, I got to fine. hold her Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo. Oh, that's a cute name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, she's cute. And then Last Crusade is my favorite of the whole series. Sean Connery, Harrison, love them together. Mm -hmm. Just Sean Connery. I can't do the accent and Dan's not here to do it for me. To do it for us, yeah. (laughs) My friend Dan from college, he's really good at voices and he does Connery really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't do accents. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not not all about that either. Mm -mm, No. (laughs) But I, I agree with you, Ashley, everything you said. That's that's mm-hmm. why I like it. No, best one, mm-hmm. favorite one. Mm-hmm. Is this Same your favorite here. too? Very much so. I Look can watch that, that any day. Similar. Yep. Any day. I mean, Sean Connery makes that movie. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love their relationship and just how they interact on screen together. It's, mm-hmm. it's just amazing. Just junior. <laughs> it's so yes, funny. Sir. <laughs> oh. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a piece of trivia we saw yesterday that we talked about on the episode and it was I did not see it coming so you know the scene where Harrison says how do you know she's a Nazi mm-hmm. and and Connery says she talks in her sleep you know that scene yes apparently <laughs> that was ad-libbed it was ad-libbed I didn't know I that, that. <laughs> yeah okay. that was my favorite I did trivia. not until the other day yeah, yeah. there was like I said like I watched like these documentaries or there was some kind mm-hmm. of like behind the scene thing but I remember watching it then I went back and watched the movie you have to watch like here's his face <laughs> yeah and the stare after he says it yes it's like oh that's a real <laughs> reaction yeah no, like what <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. What's your opinion on Elsa? We got to get your opinion on this because Dan was in love with her apparently growing up. Our friend Dan. Yes. Uh, He has issues. He has things for villains. I know. Darth, all that. Yeah. Yeah. He's a special. I think she's honestly (laughs) one of my favorites to be honest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just, I really just because the other ones annoy me. I mean, I mean, will not necessarily Miriam, but like, it's mm-hmm. I don't know I, re- I kind of like her how she plays both sides <laughs> and yeah. she does it very well that is true so, I don't I don't know I, yeah. I like her yeah mm-hmm. uh she is a great villain yes I agree mm-hmm. what did he call he said he had a word for it feminine feminine fatale, femme fatale. she's a good femme, she's fatale. A good femme fatale. Mm-hmm. but I was just curious your opinion on her uh because then we got into this huge debate of like everyone's had a crush on a villain sort of deal and I was yeah, sitting here thinking I'm like did I? Have I ever? We I, never came like, up with one. No, because like Draco ends up having a redemption story and Draco was my like middle school crush when Harry mm-hmm. Potter came out. And then I also had like, this huge thing for Spike on Buffy, but he ends up getting a soul and becoming a good guy. So it's like, I I don't know. Mm-hmm, exactly. Alex is thinking real hard. I am. It's a hard question. <laughs> it is. like One uh, that a lot of people have is Loki. They oh, yes. Loki oh. a villain. That's me. That's me. <laughs> oh yeah. I t- Tom Hiddleston is a. Uh, I do heart. love Loki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I will say he has to have the long hair and like the emo look though. Because yeah. Outside mm-hmm. of that, he's a handsome guy and mm-hmm. easy on the eyes, mm-hmm. but like he put the long hair and the just the suit on him, and it's like okay, <laughs> I, you can have me. That's so funny. Yes, well, I love him. You, what did you come up with then, Sam? Yesterday, what's like, his name? I don't know. I don't Michael B. Jordan's from... character in um, uh, Wakanda, Wakanda Forever. Or, uh, I don't remember his character's name, but I was I literally text Ashley. I was like, "Does he get a redemption arc? No, right?" And she said, "No." no. And I'm like, "Then I pick him." Mm, he's also up there for me I, I really yeah he, he's yeah. a pretty man yes a pretty man there you go mm-hmm. that's, that's very much yes <laughs> we're gonna keep this disney pg <laughs> a handsome man mm-hmm. he's a handsome man yes mm-hmm. yeah i still i still can't think of any villains i just i like certain villains like character wise when it comes to like some of the disney villains right. but not like i don't have a crush on a cartoon yeah, character like which apparently was a thing for guys back then I think it's a thing for a lot of people. Not just crush on Aladdin. I just didn't first. I didn't have any crushes on character, like cartoon characters like that. I don't think. Oh wait, yes I did. But it was one of the animes in Cartoon Network. Do you guys remember Gundam Wing or Alex? Do you remember Gundam Wing? I know of it. I've never watched it. I had to watch it with my brother growing up, and there was a kid that I think there was a cartoon character that I had a crush on, but that was for like a second. Oh goodness. No, Aladdin was definitely mine. And then when I went to Disney World when I was like seven years old, and then you mm-hmm. get to like meet the char- characters mm-hmm. and I got to mm-hmm. meet Aladdin. And then there's just like this picture of me going. <laughs> I was like, Aww. ooh. <laughs> oh, that's great. I think I met Aladdin once. I think it was like randomly we were walking through Morocco and he like showed up. <laughs> yeah, I feel like maybe once I met him. I don't know. He kind of he's not really like a standstill at a spot. Yeah, just, he just kind of just out roams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think that was 16 when I did the belly dancing too. That was fun. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yes, I got pulled up on stage to do a belly dancing routine with the Morocco belly dancer in Epcot. There's pictures. I was gonna say, mm-hmm. is there something I can see? <laughs> yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gotta find them. I think they're at my parents' house, so I'll oh, wow. I'll see if mom can find the old the album. But yeah, mm-hmm. her shot, her face in the picture, the belly dancer was shocked because apparently I was doing a good job because <laughs> I had a lot of drunk men hitting on me as soon as I got off that stage. So gross. And I'm like uh-huh. going towards my dad. I'm like, dad, help me. I'm 16 years old. And I got these <laughs> men with beers in their hands coming up uh-huh. saying, you did such a good job. And dad's laughing. Dad's not even doing anything about it. He's just laughing. Oh my goodness. That's my time I need you to be overprotective <laughs> and you are not. <laughs> I know, right? What happened to him? Come on, Dean. I know. Because he had me under lock and key at that age. Mm-hmm. Probably because he was standing right there. He didn't get Probably. It, but, yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Anything else about Raiders Temple or Last Crusade that you want to share, Alex, before we move into uh, Crystal Skull? Mm, no, no, other than it's an amazing movie. Yeah. Or, uh, I mean, Last the Crusade. The trilogy. Sorry. Yes, well, that yeah. and, and, yes, the trilogy is just amazing, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the trilogy is amazing. The trilogy is, yes. And then we get Crystal Skull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's dive in. Mm. So IMBD, there was two different summaries that I liked. So the, well, the first one I didn't like, it was just the regular summary. And then I chose somebody else's. Um, in 1957, archaeologist and adventurer, Dr. Henry Indiana Jones Jr. is called back into action and becomes entangled in a Soviet plot to uncover the secret behind mysterious artifacts known as the Crystal Skulls. 
So that's a short one. Longer mm-hmm. version. Uh, during the Cold War, Cold War, Soviet agents watch Professor bleh, watch Professor Henry Indiana Jones Jr. when a young man brings him a coded message from an aged, demented colleague, Professor Harold Oxley, led by the brilliant Arena. What is it again? Spalco. Spalco. I can't remember. Uh, the Soviets tailed Jones and the young man Mutt Williams to Peru. With Oxley's code, they find a legendary skull made of the single piece of quartz. If Jones can deliver the skull to its rightful place, all may be well. But if Arena takes it to its origin, she gained powers that could endanger the West. Aging Professor and Young Buck join forces with a woman from Jones's past, Marion Ravenwood, to face the dangers of the jungle, Russia, and the supernatural. Thank you, Jay Haley at Hotmail.com. <laughs> yeah, so interesting, interesting plot for an Indiana Jones movie because most of Indiana Jones's movies are about some sort of religious artifact, mm-hmm. even when it comes to like that cult, the Temple of Doom cult religious artifacts. So this is a little bit of a different twist. Uh, makes sense though. We're in the fifties, Roswell, Russia, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spielberg did direct this movie. I didn't think he directed it for some reason. Mm-hmm. I thought it was somebody else, but no, mm-hmm. Spielberg was a part of it. David Cope, Jeff Nathanson, and George Lucas were the writing team. And then, of course, we have starring Harrison Ford as the indie. Karen Allen came back as Marion. Shia LaBeouf is Mutt. Kate Blanchett is um, Arena. John John Hurt is Oxley. I love John Hurt. So I love Oxley in this movie. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know. I've never seen this man before until this movie. Ray Winstone plays Mac, the two-timing butthead. Oh, yeah, Mac. Like the guy, he punches him in the face, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm gonna break your nose or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he, yeah. 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 Uh, this was released in May 20, or May 22nd of 2008. A lot of, I feel like all the Indiana Jones movies have been released in May. I think they Except are. Except for now, this new one's coming out in June. June I'm like, in June, yeah. But yeah, all what of are you doing, was, people? And they were all May, like, 20-something. Like, yeah, it was yeah. all in, like, the Memorial Day weekend area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A tagline for this, there, these... I, he has horrible taglines. <laughs> In May, do. the adventure continues. That's very wow. specific. Thank you. All <laughs> of the movies have horrible taglines. <laughs> the filming location, the majority of the time, was in Argentina. Uh, the budget was $185 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, In opening weekend, they made $100 mil of that back. Gross U.S. and Canada was 317 mil, and then worldwide was 790.6 mil. I have no clue the inflation difference between these movies and the ones from the 80s. I didn't do the math, um, but that's mm-hmm. where they are. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it did. It still did really well for an Indiana mm-hmm. Jones movie, even though it's not everyone's favorite. Yeah, I think because it was just so out there and different especially Mm -hmm. when you're targeting uh you know people my parents age who originally were the the big fans that it was targeting and then you bring this out and they're like that's not indiana jones Mm -hmm. but like you were saying a lot of his um adventures have to do with religion or finding these what people are worshiping if you think about it i mean these this ancient civilization or whatever it is was worshiping these aliens or what they might have thought was gods Mm -hmm. so it does make sense it does it just has a Mm -hmm. little bit of a an out there (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. To it. Yes. Well, <laughs> and I feel like anything alien in the media world is alien. Always. Well, yeah, <laughs> and it's always viewed very like critically because you either hate it or you love it, sort yeah. of deal. Mm-hmm. Like That's think true. about Indiana, Indiana blah, 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 the original Independence Day movies, um, the Roswell TV show, like mm-hmm. anything alien, it's you either hate it or you love it. There's not really anybody in between. Mm-hmm. Men in black, except yeah. Yeah, that's true. So huh, I felt slightly vindicated when I read this about Shia LaBeouf because Alex, Samantha knows, I am not the biggest fan of Shia LaBeouf, Shia yeah. LaBeouf. And I'm not the biggest fan of the character of Mutt. So this kind of made me feel better about life. LaBeouf criticized the movie to the press several times after it came out. I feel like I dropped the ball on the legacy that people loved and cherished, LaBeouf said. You get to monkey swinging and things like that, and you can blame it on the writer, and you can blame it on Spielberg, but the actor's job is to make it come alive and make it work, and I couldn't do it, so that's my fault. Simple. So he actually blames himself for the performance, uh, which is good i mean you shouldn't blame everyone else when it Mm -hmm. probably was a little you uh he went on saying later that after he criticized the movie he went on to say later that this actually destroyed his relationship with spielberg uh Mm. he revealed that the kingdom of crystal skull comments deeply ruptured their relationship uh he told me there's a time to be a human being and have an opinion and there's a time to sell cars LaBeouf said at the time it brought me freedom but it also killed my spirits because this was a dude I looked up to like a sensei Harrison Ford I'm gonna have to (laughs) I'm gonna have to uh this comment Harrison Ford also caused Shia LaBeouf a lovely idiot (laughs) Harrison Ford word in there Mm -hmm. for criticizing the movie to the press as well I think he was a blank idiot uh Ford said as an actor I think it's my obligation to support the film without making a complete butt of myself it's no surprise then that after all this LaBeouf was fired from the Indiana Jones franchise a recent article about the franchise made this clear Shia LaBeouf will not be returning as Mutt Williams in the upcoming fifth Indiana Jones movie uh the screenwriter David uh Krupp told Entertainment Weekly when Mm -hmm. they were talking about it so yeah all right I didn't think he was like that bad (laughs) yikes I mean it was it was uh definitely hard to adjust having him in the film um yeah. just because you know we know him from like transformers and i mean mm-hmm. and, and even we're like stevens yeah mm-hmm. i'm like what are you doing in this movie uh-huh. right mm-hmm. so but yeah like he said the monkey swing and thing and whatnot i mean it is just his job to bring the character alive so mm-hmm. i mean part of it yes his fault other part writing and directing. definitely and, agree yeah mm-hmm. yeah it wasn't all his fault but no. the fact that he did do it during usually if a care usually if a actor is going to criticize their role it's years down the road wait after things are done <laughs> yes, you wait and they've made the money um and he did it literally during the junkets <sighs> the press junkets while they're trying to promote the movie it's like oh Shia LaBeouf. not the he best was, decision this is the thing he was the disney actor he was trained much better than that what they do you like do? go through intensiveness mm-hmm well but, yeah so um i i'm going to talk about it later because i found some articles uh from the director james mangold who's doing dial of destiny where he talks a little bit more about the movie and Mm -hmm. one of the things he does say is they do give us an explanation of what happened to mutt 
and why he's not in the movie. Like they, mm-hmm. they give him a, whatever. they don't just, they don't just, they you know, don't just him under the rug. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they, they <laughs> him under the rug, they give an explanation. So okay. we'll have to see when the movie comes out. Okay. Some other movie magic. Harrison Ford was adamant that he got to wield Indiana's famous whip. Apparently, Paramount executives wanted the weapon to be computer generated because of the new movie safety rules. But Ford branded the rule ridiculous. Thank, that thank like you, Harrison Ford. <laughs> that sounds like Harrison. Thank you, no. Harrison. Mm-mm. I can just hear the words coming out of his mouth. <laughs> the Harrison lingo of like, are looking you all mad. Bup, 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 bleep, 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 bleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Harrison also convinced the writer David to include more jokes about Indy's age in the script, believing that would help reduce the American paranoia about aging. Didn't help. Um, He also refused to dye his hair for the role, arguing Indy's appeal um, wasn't in his youth, but in his imagination and resourcefulness. The ambition in action is to have the audience look straight in my face and not the back of my stuntman's head. I hope to continue that no matter how old I get. I love him. So that just tells me he's probably doing all the stunts in this new movie. That probably does answer that question, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I'm kind I, of excited to see it then. <laughs> I, I, I think, it, like, you, me, Josh, and Brett need to go see it together. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be, I, it would surprise me if he does, like, some Tom Cruise stuff. But... <laughs> that might be a little much, yeah. <laughs> like, he's still alive after mm. doing that? <laughs> Tom Cruise is yeah. insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have apparently I need to watch the. I have never seen the Mission Impossible movies, and it's on the list that I need to watch. Tom Cruise is literally Uh-oh. like, <laughs> what oh, was no. this? Oh no! <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna go through all of them. Apparently, we're trying to get hey. to the John Wick movies first. Oh okay, yes, yes, do that. Mm-hmm. I, I've done one and two. We have to do the third one before the next movie comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's because I'm when going to theaters with them. This March? year, March. I think okay. it's March. Okay. Yep. Yeah, but I told him if I sit through Mission Impossible, he needs to sit through Harry Potter with me. So I'm pretty sure those <laughs> movies age well. Mission? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that. Yeah, that would be a problem. I have mm-hmm. never been a huge Tom Cruise fan, so that's why I've never really watched him. I don't hate him. It's just mm-hmm. he's not who I gravitate towards. So that's why well, I've never watched him. But mm-hmm. yeah, if you've heard me on the on on my podcast when we talked about like uh, Top Gun Maverick being my favorite movie of of uh yeah mm-hmm. too, I was like, oh man, because I just I don't want to like the movies with Tom Cruise in it. Just I just don't yep. really like him. But then I sat uh. down and then I watched it and I was like, yeah dang it i was like i like it like like i don't want to yes i can understand the the sentiment yeah Mm -hmm. those are the only two movies i like with tom cruise in it is top top gun and top gun maverick Mm. well mission impossible is probably gonna be up there now oh boy just saying they're pretty good dang it Mm -hmm. yeah they're pretty good movies (laughs) oh boy all right back to harrison the true actor of our hearts When filming the scene where Indiana drives a truck through a wall, things did not go as planned. Uh, Timed explosions were used, but one explosion did not go off and landed in the seat next to Harrison Ford. I did not know that. I didn't either. Um, Apparently he lived. I mean, he's alive. I mean, obviously. Apparently. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously, but holy. Okay. This is why you use a stunt double. Harrison. Oh my gosh. You are not allowed to die on us yet. Um, and then Harrison kept himself in good shape over the years that his costume measurements for the movie, this disgusts me, um, has not changed since the last crusade. 
1989. His, his oh measurements had not changed in almost 20 years. Wow. Good on him. Good wow. on him. That, that disgusts me. I know. Like, you suck. That's impressive. Okay. Those darn guys. No. That's <laughs> so true. He he did perform many of his own stunts in this movie because stunt technology had become safer since 89. He also felt it improved his performance. Because they were not safe in the 80s. Let's be real. Well, no. <laughs> they don't make movies yeah. like they used to. No. They don't. Sure it makes me sad. But I know it's safer. Blah, blah, blah. It's safer. Whatever. <laughs> For his role. So... Falco's, I always say her name wrong. Spalco's henchman, Dimitri, he was only supposed to be on for like a second. But apparently after Harrison uh, accidentally hit him in the chin and he had that humorous reaction to the punch, Steven Spielberg expanded his role and kept him there longer. Apparently he was only supposed to be in for that one scene, oh, but then uh-huh. after he like laughed about the hit, because mm-hmm. apparently Harrison was not supposed to hit his chin. That oh. was a that was a fluke. Oops. Yeah, they do that a lot. You know, safety. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> Director Steven Spielberg did not shoot this movie in digital format, which was uh, George Lucas's like big thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Lucas approved of it, though, seeing it, seeing that it looked, in his words, like it was shot three years after Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. You'd never know there was twenty years between the shootings. I don't agree with that. In I some see scenes. a lot of the CGI. Yeah, in some yeah. scenes. I mean, obviously, like at the first part of it when he's getting like the uh he gets like blown up and he has to get into that that little refrigerator. The refrigerator. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's yeah. that was pretty like, oh wow, that that definitely not aged, but like futurized the yes. movie yeah. with the mm-hmm. CGI and stuff. But sure. I feel like for the most part, like the scenes that don't have the CGI in it, they really did do a good job of making it I not agree with aged mm-hmm. very well, or not very well, but you know, like. Yeah. yeah the way it, it looks it, it, yeah. yeah the film technique uh-huh yeah it's not too different yeah from the originals yeah. i i can agree with that but the cgi scenes are still pretty you can tell <laughs> yeah yeah the monkey uh, swinging like, yeah that is literally the worst thing they can cut that out they really can mm. they really can they need to just give him a new child anyhow <laughs> just um, redo the whole movie <laughs> well or just recast him and rename him and, and rename. everything <laughs> just redo the whole thing i just don't like what they call him oh boy <sighs> the kung fu aztecs who attacked indiana and mutt in the graveyard are not as historically inaccurate as one may think pre-spanish peru incans did in fact practice a martial art known as rumi maki which literally translates as hard hand so that scene was not just random it actually was a thing oh. i did not know that until i read nope. that i'm like oh mm-hmm. you don't talk about kung fu aztecs in history class <laughs> not really no you remember that lesson <laughs> oh goodness when professor harold oxley is auto writing auto writing as mm-hmm. they called it mm-hmm. the mayan symbols he is drawing in the notebook with one hand were actually done by an expert in mayan script seated behind him it's the expert's arm doing the writing instead of hurt. So that's really? why it's so accurate. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that. That's yeah, cool. I would have never guessed that that was like a, they had to remove somebody and that wasn't his real arm. Like that, I would have never mm-hmm. guessed. Now I'm really trying to, th- like, is that scene, because he's in a tent and then like, you just see him mm-hmm. like, 
<laughs> like mm-hmm. doing this and then that's mm-hmm. not his hand <laughs> like doing that's writing. pretty cool huh they did a good did job not. with that then yeah definitely didn't did. that. uh the one reference that i found in the trivia was mm-hmm. when asked if harrison ford was too old to return as indiana producer frank marshall quoted indiana jones and the raiders of the lost ark saying it's not the years it's, it's the, the mileage yeah there you go <laughs> which is an improvised line from the first mm-hmm. movie oh yes. love it i love that line mm-hmm. i do too it's a great one. Oh boy so karen allen was actually not aware her character was in the script until director steven spielberg called her in january of 2007 saying it's been announced we're gonna make indiana jones 4 and guess what you're in it again and karen greeted spielberg about the same way marion greeted indiana back in the bar in <laughs> their notorious problematic relationship yep. oh wow okay Yep. Uh, and then several weeks into pro- production, Harrison Ford saw a blonde woman on set and asked who she was. He was told it was Kate Blanchett, who he had never seen out of costume and did not recognize without her black wig. They never met until this movie, which oh. does not surprise me. Harrison just doesn't know anybody. I was just like, what a Harrison thing to do. Just not know another celebrity that's working <laughs> with you on the movie. Yep. Uh, originally, he was supposed to be up against X ex-Nazis in this movie but Spielberg felt he could not treat the Nazis lightly after directing Schindler's List mm. and Ford felt that they plumb wore out the Nazis and like mm. that's true like yeah they've already done enough mm. and then Lucas also felt that the 50s decade would have to take into account the Cold War and when he heard that um, Stalin had been interested in Crystal Skulls he made the so- Soviets the script's villain which makes sense yeah because Hitler mm-hmm. really was into all of that like mm-hmm. all of the different relics of religion for more power etc so keeping it's still keeping with the theme of somebody powerful wanting power mm-hmm. and, and seeking after it so that's good yep yeah let's see here Sean Connery was actually approached for a cameo appearance as Henry Jones Sr. Uh, but he turned it down finding retirement too enjoyable and Lucas later stated that in retrospect, it was good that Jones Sr. did not appear as it would disappoint the audience when he would not come along for the adventure. I agree. Yeah. And then Ford also joked that he was getting old enough to play his own father, father so Sean wasn't needed anymore. <laughs> I mean, honestly, his dad should be dead by this point. He's pretty old in this movie. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. I'd say so. Either that yeah. or in a nursing home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Yep. Yeah. I don't know if if senior would go to a nursing home. Yeah, <laughs> nah, probably not. No. Think he would. Can't really see it. He'd no. be a very interesting fella. Everybody would gather around for story time. Yep, he'd definitely <laughs> be popular. Uh-huh, most popular one there. Oh, uh, so the girl who punches Mutt Williams in the diner scene is Sasha Spielberg, the daughter of Stephen and Kate, uh, who are married and she was mm-hmm. Kate who played Willie sorry Aww. did not know that yeah I didn't know that either I kind of like oh that's kind of cute that's she fun. Had to, you just go on scene and punch by. this person <laughs> you what a fun part <laughs> oh boy uh John Rice Davies was approached to reprise his role as Sala um in a very brief cameo in the wedding scene at the end uh but he turned it down because he felt that having Sala just appear as a crowd member would cheat the audience and cheapen the character Amen. Agree. Agree. Thank you. I love these actors. Like John and Sean are like, no, mm-hmm. we're not going to cheapen mm-hmm. the characters that all these people love so much. So no. thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. 
And then in 2006, Harrison Ford declared that if a movie was not made by 08, then the filmmaker should drop the idea altogether. So that got Spielberg looking for a good script immediately. I think he still would have done it. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he would have. I think he just wanted to get the ball rolling. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Uh, Sir John Hurt wanted to read the script before he signed on. He had previously heard about actors and actresses who signed on to Spielberg movies before reading the script since Spielberg, you know, God, was doing it. Hurt replied, well, I need to have a, a have a little bit of a previous knowledge, even if God is doing it. <laughs> I love John Hurt. Yeah. He's one of my I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all three previous Indiana Jones movies featured a Bond-like mini-adventure introductory sequence that bore little or no significance to the main plot. This is true. Mm-hmm. In this movie, the main story begins immediately after the opening credits, which includes the introduction of all the main villains, along with the secret to the, the crystal skull. I was annoyed that they did not follow the normal formula. A little bit. Yeah, little bit. it kind of made it not seem like an Indiana Jones movie, but you just mm-hmm. kind of had to wait it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just, it, you're supposed to open up with Jones doing something stupid mm-hmm. and then go into the story and they didn't do it. And it was a little annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Buff signed on for this movie in April, 2007. So excited about doing an Indiana Jones movie that he didn't even read the script. To prepare for his role as the greaser, Mutt Williams, LaBeouf repeatedly watched the previous three Indiana Jones movies, as well as The Wild One, Rebel Without a Cause and Blackboard Jungle in addition to gaining 15 pounds of muscle. I mean, he's covered most of the movie. He probably didn't need to do that. I know, I was just like, do we see the muscles? I was just trying to run through my head. Like, he's covered. He's got his jacket on. And And it's bulky, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe for the swinging. He had to be able to swing. And he also had to be able to, like, pick up those old... um, the old he rode a motorcycle and those are heavy oh yeah that's yeah. true so maybe he just needed the, the strength other not the look um okay. but like i'm looking as i look at this i'm like repeatedly watch the previous three indiana jones movies then why didn't you actually act like a son of indiana jones maybe he was just that excited and was like it just naturally came out garbage possible <laughs> Like <laughs> he's like I, well, I swear i watched your movies <laughs> he's he a big fan oh my god he also watched rebel without a cause and that's um shoot d james dean, james dean. Mm-hmm. and you're gonna emulate that was not emulating james oh, dean no. either like no james dean is who you know <laughs> no yeah I did like this part about Mutt Williams. This made me ha- a little happier about his name. He was named after the composer John Williams. Oh, did not oh, know that. Okay. Yep. I was okay with that. I'm like, I like John. He's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Two more. While the previous Indiana Jones movies were a tribute to the 1930s Republic Pictures serials, the filmmakers decided to change the approach again probably why it's not doesn't feel like an indiana jones movie mm-hmm. and setting this in setting this movie according to lucas the movie was more of a 50s b movie i agree yeah yes that's yes. mine and hmm, this is this is the result it is the only indiana jones movie to never receive any oscar nominations yep wasn't even nominated well on any forefront yeah so sad dang aliens 
Yeah, it wasn't all Shia LaBeouf's. No, (laughs) no, no, it was blame the aliens. Blame the aliens. I think I'm more mad about Shia LaBeouf than most people. That's true. Oh goodness, Uh, Alex, take it away. You get to talk about your thoughts on this movie first. Uh, Well, I'm the thoughts on the movie is uh, it's let's see, Last Crusade's my one. Okay, so yeah, this is four. This is definitely not my favorite movie, really, because of some of the things that we've already touched on, which is going to be the CGI. You can't get over the the monkey scene. Like, it just, it really, I don't like that. I like, I almost, I just want to skip through it. It's horrible. I will say, like, the positive parts about it is I I really did like Oxley quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And then just you feel like most of the movie or at least I felt like most of the movie I, I was oh man I wonder if Miriam's gonna gonna pop up and then you get that scene where they throw her out and of the tent and it's like mm-hmm. and it's that scene and it's like oh there she is yay so you get really excited so mm-hmm. it does there are some saving moments to the movie um the when they're down in the I don't know what it is a little Aztec thing and they're yeah they're uncovering the bodies or the mummies and whatnot and they're like mm-hmm. oh it's you know all this gold still here what in it so there is some like excitement to it like that actually felt like an Indiana Jones part where he's like he starts talking about the history mm-hmm. and, and whatnot and then he gets the skull out and it, it up until that part it's just kind of uh it drags and you're like now mm-hmm. it feels like an Indiana Jones movie mm-hmm and I did I've watched it out of all of the Indiana Jones movies I think I've seen this one like three times just because it's just so hard to sit through until you get past all of the nonsense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then I felt like oh my gosh we're in an Indiana Jones movie and then you get to the very end and you're like okay it's just a giant alien ship thing and at the time when I watched it and it came out I was like "Eh, eh, okay so there's that but watching it, my husband actually just watched it recently and I had sat down and watched the end with him. And I was like, you know, it's it's not that bad anymore. Like, and I think it's just, yeah. it goes with mm-hmm. the times. And I think maybe we just weren't ready mm-hmm. for yeah. that at that time. So if you watch mm-hmm. it again and you sit through it, other than the bad scenes and you get to the end, it's not as much as a disappointment. Yeah. So it still puts it down in the fourth place out of all of, the, all of them. But mm-hmm. I just, eh. But Harrison Ford, love his performance. Do we mm-hmm. have another Sean Connery actor in it? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but is it still an Indiana Jones movie that you have to have? Yeah, yeah, I still think it fits. I don't, I I was one of those people that put it really, really, really down on the pedestal. It's like, I'm never watching this movie again. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. And then I sat down, watched it again years later. Okay, it's not that bad. And then watched again, like most recently. And I was like, all right, it really isn't that bad so I think yeah. it grows on you mm-hmm. I yeah. do really like um what's her name's uh performance too uh I can never remember her name the the Karen, villain oh um her villain name um, is Arena Splatko Kate. yeah Kate, Kate Blanchett, Kate Blanchett. Uh-huh. I Blanchett. I am not a very like I I'm not I really don't like her very much as an actress but when mm-hmm. she's in mm-hmm. this movie and she's in um the the Thor movie mm-hmm. when she plays Hella. Yeah, oh, um, yes. Ragnarok. Yes, mm-hmm. Ragnarok. Both of those, she's she, she was a really good 
villain and yeah. I really liked her in this she was a little over I think like overacting I felt like in this movie mm-hmm. <laughs> she's kind of annoying but I was like oh yeah she's I don't like her and that's what you're supposed to feel right. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so yeah but overall it's still gonna be in fourth place for me is it an Indiana Jones movie yeah so and that's just kind of yeah. my general thoughts on it yeah yeah Sammy <sighs> so I had not watched this movie Okay, which didn't go very well. So, uh, first of all, watching on New Year's Eve, I probably should have tried to watch this on Friday instead because I have one dog who does not like fireworks and she was having a very hard time last night. And so she kept distracting me. So then I'm like sitting there and I'm already having trouble like focusing on the movie because like we said, it's it's a little hard to get into, you know as far as the Nina Jones movies goes. And I'm just like, what is happening right now? Like, what are, what are they doing? Like, I don't understand. So I put it on again. I just, I couldn't get into the movie. So I did try and watch it twice. Cause I was really trying <laughs> so hard. <laughs> I didn't like hate the movie, but I just wasn't into it. And I guess it's because it just didn't have the same Indiana Jones feel like the other ones did, which is okay to mix it up. But I just couldn't vibe with this movie. I just, yeah. You know, and Mutt was a big thing. And again, I don't want to put it all on Shia LaBeouf. Part of it is the writing, you know, mm-hmm. other things go into yeah. it. And I just think the character wasn't well developed. Their dynamic together wasn't developed. And it's so sad to see it because we just had the last crusade where we had such a good father-son dynamic. And I know they had a strained relationship and they knew each other, but there was so much potential here when you find out, you know, and he's like, oh, I have a son to try and create that dynamic. And it just didn't happen there was mm-hmm. it just wasn't there so I didn't really like that part um and I, I don't have a problem with that whole alien storyline I think it does fit the time period and I do think Kate probably was a little more like corny with her acting because that fits like the b-movie vibe mm-hmm. of it yeah. but yeah she did over definitely overact a little bit which sometimes took me out of the movie a little bit I'm just like what is she doing is <laughs> like, she Russian so mm-hmm. no I don't think so. And I think that's what, yeah. No, that, that's okay. not the best accent. So no, I don't, I don't believe she Well, is. all the other Russian accents were actual real Russian a- no, Russian actors. I forgot to put that in there. She's but Australian. I, she, I was going to say oh, she's either that, British or that, Australian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Australian. Okay. So maybe that's why. Like, that she might be why. Very, yes. <laughs> I can't yes. do the accent, yes. but it was just like, yeah. it's really annoying. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. But yeah, Marion was a big, obviously highlight coming back. I loved all of her scenes with Indy. That was great. The whole wedding at the end, that was great. So no, no complaints there at all. Um, the one, one of the scenes that bothered me a lot though, was when they were in the, like the quicksand or whatever it was when they were sinking down oh. and they're oh, throwing yeah. the snake out and Indy was being such a baby. And I was just like, I know he doesn't like snakes, but it just was a little over the top for me as an Indiana Jones reaction. Really? I thought yes, it was perfect. It, I don't know what it is about it bothered me. I was like, it's not like Harrison wasn't being funny about it, but it just annoyed me a little bit when I'm just, maybe it was just because I'm like, just grab the the freaking snake. Like, why are we just having such a big argument? Just call it a rope. And I'm just like, what is your problem? You're a highly educated man. Okay. I need you to just close your eyes and That's grab it. That's why it's called an irrational fear. He <sighs> has an irrational fear. I know, fear. but that scene, I don't know. It drove me nuts. I, I, I very I much agree was. with that. I forgot about that, but that, that scene again, it, it annoyed me. Okay. I'm just like you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. it, it annoyed, I think that they could have put his fear in some other way. I don't, mm-hmm. I think that was a little cheesy. 
yeah cheesy is a good word for it yeah yeah it just it brought me a little bit out of the movie and I was just mm-hmm. like oh my god oh. uh yeah I enjoyed it I thought it was funny <laughs> well there you go see some people enjoyed it um okay yeah too much CGI which I wrote in all caps in my notes that really bothered me I know this is the age of the movies and I understand Dial of Destiny it's gonna have a lot of CGI but there's something about those 80s movies like we were just talking about where you do the practical effects and some people still do it with the real sets and it's just so much better. And I think Indiana Jones is just so much better when you put him in a real scene and it's not just mm-hmm. CGI nonsense and garbage like with the monkeys again to bring it up again. Yes, it's so horrible. It was not good. It was. So, do you think the monkeys were supposed to be the the horrible critters that um, in every Indiana Jones movie has? You know, we were talking about oh, like every Indiana Jones critter movie thing. How every has movie a horrible has it. some sort of critters, whether it's spiders, snakes, or rats. Or rats. Oh. Um, do you think the monkeys were supposed to be that? <laughs> no, they had the they, ants. It was probably the, the ants. ants. Oh, I forgot the about ants. the ants. The ants, yeah. Also, not the, the best. Ants. My CGI bad. Scene that annoyed me too. I'll just all this CGI stuff just annoyed me. Because I don't, so, I just, we talked so much in the other movies about how they came up with the face melting and how they did like the heart pulling out, like it was yeah. real, real stuff. And now I'm like, you guys, it just feels lazy almost to just do yes. something. We have become lazy in our, in our um, special effects because we mm-hmm. have the computer stuff. We don't have to work at what they had to do in Star Wars and, and all right. the older mm-hmm. movies. Um it's gotten very, very lazy. But the anthill makes me think now, Alex, do you want to put your foot in that anthole? <laughs> <laughs> so what really funny is that last night, you know, we were playing that million dollars butt. We were playing a game called Million Dollars Butt last night. During, it was like yeah. every time I cough or something, I remember. Oh, every time I see no. a helicopter fly. fly. I have to stick my foot in an anthill for a million dollars. I'm like, uh, and I was like, yeah, sure. I'm going to do that. But I will say that that scene popped in my head. I'm like, maybe not that anthill. <laughs> Yikes. Oh my that goodness. Yeah. Uh, that made me a little, a little hard to live through. <laughs> yeah. What else? Oh, so yeah. So with the alien thing too, like I said, it doesn't bother me. I have no problem with the alien thing. And I have a husband who's very, very much into conspiracy theories, aliens, all of yes, that. Yes. <laughs> and so I, I wish, I don't know, the storyline just didn't do it for me though. Just the way it was developed. I don't know what it was about it, but I just wasn't as mm-hmm. into it. And I unfortunately know way more about alien stuff than I would like to, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, that was another thing too. I was just like, I feel like it was a good setup, but I just didn't like the way it was executed. I think it's mm-hmm. just where I landed with this movie. So I, I don't hate it, but I definitely will prefer to watch the other three over this mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Yeah. This is not one you just pop in randomly. No, I can't see myself doing that now. Yeah. You watch it for an episode like this and then you don't watch it again. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> maybe in a couple of years I'll be like, let me see how I feel about it. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think we've pretty much I think I feel like I've pretty much said all my opinion. I've already mm-hmm. I understand the crystal skull choice, 50s Roswell, blah blah. Um, I agree about Mutt. I feel like the character it needed something different, the development wasn't greatest. I saw how at the end they kind of were thinking about Mutt taking over because he kind of got the yeah. hat for a second. Mm-hmm. Well, like in the writing, not I like, know, right? But you I know was, what I mean. By the end of that movie, I was like, please, no, 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 not no. Gonna I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was very um, worried about that. I I was too, especially when the hat, like he put the hat on. I'm like, no, no. don't do it. That would have just um, completely killed everything. It would have not been good at all. Uh, but he took his hat back, so we were good. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but he just he doesn't have any hint of Indy or Marion in him. No, like I just no. don't see either of his parents in the character and how they wrote him. So I, he was just some stereotypical fifties greaser from like the movie Grease is pretty much what I see him. He should have mm-hmm. just been in the musical. So it just, I thought it, him being a fifties greaser was a dumb choice. Yes. Like I just yeah. don't understand it. So that's, that's my small take on that um mm-hmm. I hated Mac Mac was a horrible character uh Sala I would have rather had Sala show up and be his his sidekick agree um, we didn't 100%. need a double spy in this movie you already have the Russians around you don't need to uh, have that go on I know it fit mm-hmm. the time period but ugh. loved having Marion back she's my favorite it was the ending I've always wanted for them I wanted mm-hmm. them to get married um so I was very happy when, when that happened. I just hope they don't ruin it in Dial of Destiny. If we get to Dial of Destiny and like they're divorced or separated or something, I'm going to throw a hissy fit. It's like, he finally got a happy ending with her. Stop it. Um, but she's not even in the casting. So I'm like, I, I'm scared of what's going to happen. I don't know if she passes away or what, but I'm scared. Um, and then of course I loved when they, I love re- random references from other movies. So when they're in the warehouse and they show the, the arc box i'm like huh, that's where they are mm-hmm. uh, i love that sort of stuff and in russians like i've said is a good choice for that time period so mm-hmm. overall it, it is my I, I mean i would rather watch this over temple of doom but i never watched temple of doom i think i've watched it twice my whole life um once when i was a kid and once uh when me and brett watched it a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and and i've watched this one probably like four times in my Mm -hmm. life and that's because like it was on tv when i was scrolling and i just put it on in the background Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh so it just yeah it it is what it is it's definitely not a movie that you go hey honey would you like to watch crystal skull today (laughs) it's definitely not that kind of movie hey honey you want to watch the last crusade oh yeah let's sit down and do that right now (laughs) it's more like honey i'm putting in the last crusade are you gonna join me (laughs) like oh yeah let me stop this really important task and Mm -hmm. and sit down and watch it it. yeah oh boy all right dial of destiny Mm -hmm. i did a little bit more research and I have some things that mm-hmm. James Mangle, the director, is uh, shared. So, of course, what we know so far, Ford's back. His family is not. Mutt's not going to be in it. Marion's not going to be in it. There's no Sean Connery because we have lost him. Right. Really, the only family that's going to be in it is Sala because uh, he is back, um, which when he showed up on the first teaser talking mm-hmm. to Harrison, I got so I got, excited. Oh, I was so excited. I was like, that's solid. Even my <laughs> husband, like, he's he's a good, like, he likes Indiana Jones, but he's like, wait, wait, what, who? And I'm like, I'm like, he's solid. I'm like, yay. There are some crazy big names in this movie, mm-hmm. uh, other than other than um, Harrison. There's mm-hmm. Mads Mikkelsen, who is I an love him villain. Love so I'm him. interested to see what comes of him. Antonio Banderas. I don't know if he's going to be like a mm-hmm. serious character or a funny, plucky character, but I'm excited to see what he does. Mm-hmm. I love Antonio Banderas. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Toby Toby Jones is in this movie. Voice of Dobby, if you don't know who Toby Jones is, Alex. Oh, yeah, I was like, I'm looking at the cast. I'm like, who's Toby? We had to do that, too. It's okay. Yeah, when there was the his other face, movie. you're like, oh. He's also in The Hunger Games. He's Claudius in The Hunger Games, and there was another one. 
Harry Potter, Hunger Games. What was the last one that we talked about that he was in? We, we did this, this yesterday. I know. Oh, well, it's <laughs> fine. And then, of course, John Rice davies is in this. So it's mm-hmm. like, ah, amazing. Mm-hmm. The director is not Spielberg. So I'm. we were kind of concerned about this when right. we were talking about it with Dan last episode. Um, but the director is James Mangold, and he has produced, written, and directed some amazing movies, such as Logan Wolverine. Um, he was a part of Kate and Leopold. He was a part of a bunch of these movies that did really, really well. Mm-hmm. So there's high, I have high hopes just because of his pedigree. So we'll see what happens without Spielberg. Uh, the alleged storyline from IMBD, I don't know if this is correct, uh, is experience the return of legendary hero Indiana Jones in the fifth installment of this beloved swashbuckling series of films. This is not pirates. Finding himself in a new era, approaching retirement, Indy wrestles with fitting into a world that seems to have outgrown him. But as the tentacles of an all too familiar evil return in the form of an old rival, Indy must don his hat and pick up his whip once more to make sure an ancient and powerful artifact doesn't fall into the wrong hands. Sounds like an Indiana Jones. It does. It does. It's a good description. Sounds like an Indiana Jones movie. Sounds is the the key word there. mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and this is IMBD. So there was no source. There was no resource of all. So I don't know if this is even a correct summary they're, they're really trying but... to keep this under lock and key here so mm-hmm. it's that, yeah. that's what makes me kind of go now is it that could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing well <laughs> so mangle did give us some um insight in an interview that i'm that i'm going to end with actually i'm going to get in here too in a second so we're going to get a little bit more uh but that's imed but john williams who alex do you know who john williams is mm-hmm Okay, so he actually came out of retirement to compose this movie, <gasps> and then he's going to go back into retirement. Okay, so that, I like that. Yeah, I uh-huh. like that. Yep. Thing. I like yeah. that. Uh, yeah, I saw him, when I saw it, Sammy and I were talking about it, we're like, John, stop going back into retirement. Anytime a Star Wars and or Indiana Jones movie is coming exactly. out, you're gonna, you're gonna come and compose it. You're gonna be, like, you're gonna die composing these movies. Like, mm-hmm. it's just what you're gonna do. It's not a bad thing. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> no. We I love John Williams around oh, yeah. here. Um, we're going to do a whole episode com- uh, for him in April or May. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. does such an amazing, like, even like, you know, when Star Wars just starts and like mm-hmm. that, you, you feel it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's such an amazing yep. composer. You feel really it when is. it comes on. You're like, yeah. I don't care if this movie's horrible. Oh, that, that sound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be released June 30th of 2023. And um, this is reportedly per report outlet, different report outlets, going to be his last uh, appearance as Indiana Jones. He is retiring the character is what is being said. Again, this wasn't out of his mouth. So who knows? We'll find out after the movie comes out. Yep. So Mangold, he had, uh, I found an article where they did a interview with him. And here's some of the stuff he said. Um, I can't because about giving the movie, telling about the movie. He said, I can't because I don't want to give the movie away. He tells Entertainment Weekly, but there is a relic in this movie that possesses a kind of power or may possess a kind of power. And it is based on history and scientific speculation. Yes. That's like, that's all he gave us for that. Thank you. (laughs) 
Shia LaBeouf and his character will not be in Dial of Destiny. We already talked about that. But Mangold promises audience will find out what happened to him. But of course, he won't say more. But we'll find out. I just hope that they started off with, all right, here's where they are. Goodbye. And then we don't have to hear about it. Well, no, Uh, because what what he can say is that the film opens in 1944. So this is before Crystal Skull. Uh, with a blast of classic indie action, uh, me doing my very best version of Steven Spielberg, okay, and Harrison doing his very best version of being under forty. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> <F is H. laughs> all right then. Um, from from there, the film tumbles, or Mangold's words, right mm-hmm. into 1969, where the bulk of the story takes place. So the early CGI we see of of mm-hmm. indie must be that beginning scene. Right. I was concerned there was going to be like some sort of time traveling going on. Mm-hmm. Not. It's just Same. it's just a flashback. This is more of a flashback. Oh, and I'm good. like, okay, I can take that. That's fine. Good. That's that's like that's a big weight Relief. off the chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because Dial of Destiny, you're like Dial of Destiny. That makes me feel like it's a dial. It's also here that we're introduced to Helena, Indy's goddaughter, because, you know, we can't have his son in the movie. Nope. Uh, played by franchise newcomer and Fleabag Phenom. I have never heard of Fleabag. Do you guys know what that is? It's a TV show. Oh, oh okay. okay so I've never watched it. That's I, the most I can tell you. I don't know. That's all I got. Phoebe, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Mangle describes the character as a catalyst for the film. She's a daughter of a friend of Indy's who he won't tell us who, um, who we also meet in the movie. Helena's gotten herself in a bit of trouble and brings that to Indy's doorstep. She's a character who's a wonderful set of contradictions, charming and brilliant, but also a lot of trouble. wonder who that sounds like. wonder whose daughter that is. Okay, who do you think? I want to know your thoughts. Salas. Okay, that's my. That's what I had assumed, (laughs) and they didn't say it. Who's not going to help some random person? I mean, it's his goddaughter, is what they're saying. But like, all right, who's God? Like, it's a goddaughter is kind of an important daughter to an important person. Mm -hmm. What important person do we have that's returning? Sala. Yeah, Yeah. so I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. Yep. I and when they were little, they always called him Uncle. They always called him Uncle Harrison, or Mm -hmm. sorry, Uncle Indy. Um, yeah, that's my, that's my thought too. It's yeah. Sala. If it's not, I would be shocked. It better be like an amazing, like if it's not Sala, it better be like, um, what's his face? Oh, shoot. Brody. If oh, it's Brody. Better be Sala's daughter, yeah. it better be Brody's child. Yeah. And he has to help her because Brody's gone. That sort of deal. Yeah. But it better be, I, I agree. It better be Sala. Mm-hmm. Uh, why else would Sala come back? It makes more sense. It does make more sense. Last thing he said was, I'm always interested in the idea of a hero at sunset, the director says. What does the hero do when the world no longer has a place for him? Find it really interesting to try and look at classic heroes through the prism of a Johnst. Thank you. Uh, Contemporary attitudes. So he did this with Logan, um, with the Wolverine character. He's interested in like these, like Mm -hmm. at the end of everything, how are they, how are they ending? So- Mm-hmm. it gives me hope that this is going to be a good movie and mm-hmm. possibly better than crystal skull same same i hope so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i mean i really liked what he did with logan mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i have not seen logan but i've heard really great things it's definitely up there that's mm-hmm. for sure they did a very good job with that 
Yeah, I was very skeptical story. about it. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it and I was like, you kind of leave the movie theater crying a bit. Oh, do you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's in good hands. Yes, stretcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he is too. Mm-hmm. The big thing that I'm wondering, because we, we've talked about how in the past where Harrison probably loves Indiana Jones more than Han Solo. Mm-hmm. And he was just ready for Han Solo to die. He's like, Han I Solo agree. needs to die. Mm-hmm. Yes. But with Indy, I'm like, okay, is he just going to retire off into the sunset? Or are we going to lose him in this movie per Harrison's kind of trend lately? Because he did it with Blade Runner too. He retired out of Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. This is his third character. He's retiring. That is a very difficult like mm-hmm. situation to put him in, I think, in my head, just because he's always going to be Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's always going to be Han, too. Yeah. I mean, he's Han, but I mean, Han is Han. Han is a side character in Star Wars. Indiana Jones mm-hmm. is Indiana Jones. Like, that's the movie. Like, it's mm-hmm. about this dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that so that's why like at the end of of crystal skull and you see him you know shyla pick up the hat and you're like no 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 because there can only be one mm-hmm. indiana jones other than oh i mean technically too because I mean, indiana jones jr he's technically a junior he but, is a junior right yes. yeah but he's indiana which was the name of their dog yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but um there can only be one <laughs> mm-hmm. so i i don't know i can see them killing him off but i feel like that's also just I mean, it's 2023 now, and we're that many years down the road. Killing a character off is just kind of, you expect it, and it's just kind Mm -hmm. of a, a, Mm -hmm. okay, we're done with it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like having the whole sunset go off into retirement, like, I feel like it would be easier on the soul kind of thing to just say, oh, okay, he's done. Mm -hmm. I would be happier with that. I really don't Mm want to watch Harrison Ford get killed another time. Because I, even though Harris, even though Han is technically a side character, I bawled the Mm -hmm. moment that lightsaber went through him. Yeah. I bawled Mm -hmm. in the theater. Because Han to me is not a side character. Han has never been a side character in Mm -hmm. my head. I guess when I say um, side character, I say like it's. I not, know he's like, not the main person, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not I mean he's a him. very important character, but I right. mean like versus like yeah. this is Indiana Jones, this is Star Wars. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you're right. There's a difference. Uh, yeah. I just yeah. don't want to see Harrison get killed again. Um, I feel like I if for some reason thing. if they kill him off in this movie, I feel like when that scene happens, I feel like they're going to lose everyone's attention because sure. n- the rest of the movie is mm-hmm. not going to matter. He's dead. Yep. Like, true. True. So mm-hmm. why would they do that? And they can't just kill him off and end the movie. Mm-hmm. Very so true. There's also that. I just, I would just go, oh, he's dead. Well, now what? I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time to leave. Yeah. Let's get up and go. I agree. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I could see him more retiring in this movie. It kind of feels yeah. like that from the description, but uh... yeah. So I'm going to add something in that I didn't put in the show notes that might irritate you, Alex. Oh, no. So there is talk that there is a Indiana Jones Disney Plus series in <laughs> development without Harrison. No, no, don't do it. <laughs> it's called retirement. Go away. <laughs> I don't like it. Nope, don't like it. It's not Indiana Jones. <laughs> I was just well, saying I'm that. Hoping, I'm hoping they change the name if they actually are doing this. 
then it could be like a they could mention Indiana in it, not right. call it Indiana Jones anything. <laughs> uh, that I don't like it. I like it. They just they just did it with um National Treasure. The Nicholas, the Nicholas mm-hmm. Cage National like Treasure that stuff. Uh it's not that bad, actually. It really isn't. Like, I wish Nicholas was in it, but Riley Poole is in it. That's um the uh his sidekick boy. The guy, mm-hmm. the, the funny yeah. guy. Yeah. The funny guy, yes. He's in a couple episodes, but yeah. Um, I saw that when I was doing the research. I'm like, and they said something about Disney Plus starting a series. I'm like, ooh, Alex isn't gonna be happy about that. Just don't, <laughs> what, like, why why? Like it's just you don't need to. There's so much more stuff you could be doing. Like go go grab a book off the shelf and make another movie or something. <laughs> well, mm. so I'm wondering. My my wonder is if they are doing oh so so Disney owns their own publishing company and that publishing company has a Indiana like book character out right now who's a female. It, it, there's no mention of Indiana Jones. It's like her own thing, but it's she's an archaeologist student who gets pulled mm-hmm. into stuff. It's actually one of my new favorite series. I've read the first two books of the series, and part of me wonders if it's that, and they just don't realize it yet. Like they're gonna pull the books and try to appeal to the young female genre mm-hmm. right now because everything is apparent this is what annoys me about um feminism is they think that females can't relate to male characters like this and be the adventures i'm like i'm sorry have you met star wars fans like female star wars fans or female indiana jones fans or whatever mm-hmm. we can relate to the male characters we can put ourselves in those characters we don't need a female doing it I mean, it's nice when we do have it, but mm-hmm. you don't have to purposely do it with every single little thing. Like yep. when Go- they did it with yeah. Ghostbusters and and all the different things. So that's what I feel like is yep. about to happen with this series. And I very much agree with that. I'm I'm not a feminist. Neither am I. <laughs> I mm-hmm. agree that I feel like everyone should be treated equally, and that's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah. Like when you like the I never actually thought about it that way. Um, Ashley, how you're just like, oh, can we not relate to a male character? Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, look at really just any movie that we grew up with, any movie, mm-hmm. we, we can still like put on a costume and pretend that we're Aladdin or what, yep. like mm-hmm. whoever, not everybody wanted to be Jasmine, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's just, you don't have to make the character female for us to like it. I agree. Exactly. If anything, it just kind of goes, oh, they did that again. Mm-hmm. It feels kind of like almost insulting. Yes. Honestly. Yeah. Yes. That is very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love it. Yes. Well, hate it. Love it. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it is. It is very insulting in my mind that they can't, that we can't relate to a guy character. And it's also insulting that they don't think that guys can relate to a girl character. Do you know how many guys I play with online and they always choose a female character? Yes. I've seen that when I've watched some of your oh, yeah. Twitch videos. Yeah. I think, yeah, like at least half my squad on Call of Duty will choose a female character. Well, Rick was a female character on Mario Party. Yes, and night. on Mario Party. Oh. Yeah, it's okay. just, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't You're- matter. <laughs> she is. We, everyone can relate to everyone if they have the same interests or, or right. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's the character itself, not the gender. Yep. Mm-hmm. Amen. Much agree. Mm-hmm. Yep. Aww. any other thoughts as we wrap up mm, 
I mean, I really just hope that this isn't a time jump or time travel. I don't think from what he says, it it doesn't sound like it. And I hope he does not take the hat like at the end of the scene because the hat is the hat and the whip are just, you know, iconic. I really hope that he doesn't just here you go, daughter. Yeah. Like he needs needs to to be buried with that stuff. Yeah, it's his. Uh Yeah. But I can see them pulling a the beginning scenes of Last Crusade where the hat was handed off to him. Now he's going to hand the hat off. You can give him a different hat. I, I didn't say that I like it. I just said I can see that trend. They tried to do that, that trend. They tried to do that at the end of Crystal Skull to see people's reactions and nobody nope. liked it. Nobody so liked it. Hopefully they are listening. Yeah, hopefully he <laughs> well, went back and read hopefully. some reviews. These are not the same writers or directors, so who knows? <sighs> Yes, but that may be a very good thing for us. Yeah, I feel like Spielberg should not be doing the fifth one anyways. Even if he had the chance, I would rather him not because it sounds like he's just kind of done. I'm really hoping that the movie is also just centered around Harrison Ford's character because like in Crystal Skull, you just have so much of Mutt in there and it kind of destroys his light in the movie. So it's mm-hmm. like, it kind of just bugs in, like he's just an annoying character that just keeps like, all right, you can get out of the scene, let him do his scene. And I'm hoping this is just, this is Indiana Jones. This is Harrison Ford's movie. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Yeah, I we'll can see. agree with that. Mm-hmm. We shall see. I feel like, I feel like when we go see this, we need to go in a spot where there's no one around us so we can talk about it as it's going on. <laughs> wow, you and I will just have to sit next to each other. <laughs> well, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, Alex, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. I'm so fun. glad we were able to figure out the schedule. You are welcome anytime. If you mm-hmm. hear a topic that I'm talking about and you want to join, let me know. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. We love having more people than just ourselves on here. And it's always, it's nice to have another female. Have we had? Yeah. Hope was on here. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was talking about her Disney trip. So it's nice to have another kind of mm-hmm. nerd female on here with us That's talking very about true. these mm-hmm. things so it's fun it makes me like feel like I'm a part of a girl group oh <laughs> it's hard yeah. to find other girls like you guys probably know too like that are nerdy like that are in and passionate about this kind of stuff I'm like oh you like Indiana Jones yeah I've seen the movies I'm like no but have you seen Indiana Jones <laughs> you really well, okay live it this one did not start watching Star Wars until last year on me it took me 22 years to get her to watch Star Wars. Oh, I thought it you were pointing at yourself. Oh, <laughs> no. oh, <laughs> She's no. pointing at me. I'm pointing at <laughs> Sammy. Yeah. Sammy's this way on me. Got it was it. a oh, lot of screen. stuff, Ashley. There were I nine movies. Had, I only needed you to watch the first three. Three. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we were talking about last I know. year. You watched all nine yourself. I know. But no, well, it took me 22 years to get her to watch the first three. Yeah. It's like That's trying true. to get I was like to watch alone. a movie. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. I never thought of it that way, but yeah. Pretty the only way Brett watches a movie is we we invented the movie club. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Brett would watch movies. That's well, funny. I've got so I've gotten him to watch Tangled. I've also gotten him to watch Lilo and Stitch. What else have I gotten him to watch? Yeah, see, that's where you're really good for him. <laughs> the fact that you got him to watch Harry Potter, like Harry Potter, right? No, no, I haven't gotten yet. That one has um, been, he has been very. Pirates. Ugh. Pirates. Yes. I got him to watch all three. Pirates. We have been well, trying to tell thing. him to watch it forever. <laughs> here's That's the thing. So pirates of the Caribbean is like me and her's friendship. Like 
ever since Pirates of the Caribbean came out. That is our, yeah. and, and Johnny Depp is my like all time celebrity crush forever mm-hmm. and always. <laughs> um, I've seen almost all of his stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, he, he had no choice. He had to watch Pirates because <laughs> that is like my favorite franchise mm-hmm. in Disney live action in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, thank you for that. Of course. Anything else you need, just send it my way and I'll add it to my list. That's hilarious. Okay. Oh, hmm. well, thank you so much for having me on, happy. though. That makes me very happy to like be a part of this. Yeah, with you guys. yeah, for sure. It was fun. Of course, it was exciting and fun. So, um, mm-hmm. where can they find you? Like, what's your? We'll put it in the show notes. But what's your yeah. handle name for like Instagram or TikTok or anything like that? Oh, geez, they're all kind of the same, but slightly different. But I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on TikTok. I'm on YouTube. I'm I'm on just Google. <laughs> um, but it's it's most of my handles are some kind of form of cute kitty, which is K-U-T-E-K-I-T-T-I. So that's that's okay. what you can Google and you, you should just it should pop up because my okay. husband throws it everywhere. So <laughs> Yes, he's very good at making sure your stuff. Yes, is okay. yes, okay. he does all my stuff. I'm, I manage the social media, but he he's the one that creates the analytics. <laughs> oh yeah, the SEO and all. Well, yeah. and he's he's a graphic designer, right? Like that's yes. his title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he does really good. Sense. Like the yes. graphics that you see at the beginning of PTO is yeah. Mm-hmm. He does Josh. he does all of he, that. That's that's him. That's very cool. Okay, <laughs> here <laughs> I'm just here. Mm-hmm. I tell that to my stream all the time. I'm like, I sit here, go watch my husband's stream as well, because he does mm-hmm. everything else for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, we'll make sure to put it all in the show notes. Cause I have all oh, your yeah. handles through my mm-hmm. stuff. So I'll send them to Sammy. Cause she yeah, I'll, one who I'll does all the editing and stuff. I'm just here as well. I just, hey, <laughs> you can, you can add it if you want now. I gave you access. So, oh yeah, I have mm-hmm. access now. Yeah. Dang it. Now oh, responsibilities. Oh my gosh. I, I write a lot of scripts. That is true. You're just going to stare at me, aren't you? That is true. You do do a lot of work sometimes. Oh, uh, Pixie Dusters, you know where to find us. The Mm -hmm. uh, Pixie Dust Twins podcast on our Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. I think that's all we have. Yeah. Um, I always forget. I'm like, do we have Twitter? No, we don't have Twitter. We don't have Twitter. No. Mm -hmm. We don't have Twitter. We do have YouTube. Did I say that? No, YouTube as well. Yeah. TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. There we go. Yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, that's it uh so mm-hmm. go find us on there thank you so much for joining us we'll see you next week as we jump into it's february so oh, we're yeah. jumping into disney date spots in orlando favorite animation couples and then we're gonna update you on the disney wedding and engagement mm-hmm. stuff that they have available to make sure to see what they've updated since covid we're kind of mm-hmm. coming out of covid so hopefully things have changed so i'm excited yes. to do those as well mm-hmm. so we'll see you guys next week Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.